Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Let's start with the weather because we got a lot of it yesterday and it has led to school bus cancellations this morning. All school purpose vehicles servicing the Thames Valley District School Board and the London District Catholic School Board in Middlesex, Oxford and Elgin counties, as well as the red zone have been canceled for the day. Bus routes within the city of London are going to start on schedule. Yeah, Londoners are waking up without any weather advisories in place this morning. But as you mentioned, we are still dealing with the aftermath of yesterday's precipitation. The weather system that left snow and freezing rain in its wake has actually moved out of the region. Main routes are bare and wet this morning, while many side streets are plowed but snow covered. Many sidewalks have been plowed. You may find some that haven't been plowed just yet, but those uh, plows are working their way through many sidewalks. A brief warm-up is expected midweek. We're expecting a high of 3 degrees today and 5 tomorrow. Now, forecasters, though, are keeping an eye on another potential winter storm that could be headed our way Friday. That storm could bring upwards of 10 centimeters of snow. The same wintry system that's been hitting much of northern and southern Ontario with snow and ice pellets overnight may bring heavy snow to the U.S. northeast today. Up to 25 centimeters of snow could fall in Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Vermont. The system brought powerful winds through parts of the southern plains with one death and dozens of injuries in a tornado in Oklahoma. In Michigan, 150,000 homes faced a sixth day without power following an ice storm. Construction is the unofficial fifth season and it begins uh, today in a big way in the downtown. Yeah, construction on the second phase of the downtown loop for London's bus rapid transit system begins today. The city says lane restrictions will begin on Queen's Ave between Richmond Street and Talbot Street, including the Talbot intersection to allow for hydro work in the area. Lane restrictions are expected to be in place for around two weeks. Queen's Ave will be fully closed between Wellington and Richmond, including the Clarence Street intersection starting tomorrow. Now that closure is going to last until the summer. The city says businesses and buildings in this block of Queen's Ave can be accessed via Richmond Street as a temporary two-way traffic configuration will be in place to support local access to businesses and properties. Motorists traveling westbound on Queen's Ave will be detoured to Dufferin and York Street for east-west connections, while this closure will be in place between Wellington Street and Richmond Street. Now, drivers are encouraged to use alternative routes while traveling through the area. Expect delays as well. Plan to use uh, navigation apps like Waze and Google Maps if you can. Detour signs will be in place to help guide uh, traffic around the closure. Now, all of the construction set to begin today is actually weather permitting, so it is possible the snow we got yesterday could delay the start of construction by a day or two. CarePoint opens today in London. Yeah, doors open today at London's first permanent consumption and treatment site. The Carport Consumption and Treatment uh, Service will provide people with a space to use drugs safely and seek services for recovery. Carepoint's 3,600-square-foot facility is a massive upscale from its temporary counterpart, which was most recently operating out of a single trailer in the parking lot of 446 York Street. The new facility is also located at 446 York Street. Officials say between February 2018 and December of 2022, the temporary version of CarePoint reversed more than 730 or 713 overdoses. That's incredible. Uh, hiring more police officers will be on the agenda today at London City Hall. 
Yeah, city politicians will debate how millions of dollars in assessment growth funding should be spent this year. The largest request comes from London police, who are seeking nearly $4 million bucks to hire 24 new full-time members, including patrol constables, sergeants, detectives, and civilian staff. It's part of a plan endorsed by the police board last spring to bring on 52 new hires over the next three years in a bid to keep up with the city's expansion and to fill existing personnel gaps. Acting Police Chief uh, Trish McIntyre says the request comes as the force deals with higher calls for service, including more complex and volatile emergent matters. Just over half a million dollars is also being sought for five new police vehicles, new equipment and renovations at police headquarters to accommodate the new staff. And we'll end with this. The federal government is not a fan of TikTok. Yeah, decision banning TikTok from government-issued mobile devices takes effect today. Treasury Board President Mona Fortier says it is a precautionary uh, measure that brings Canada's policy in line with international partners. Both the U.S. and European Union have made similar moves against the social media app, which has links to the Chinese government. A spokesperson for TikTok says the social media company is always open to meeting government officials to discuss how it protects Canadians' privacy. But they say signaling out TikTok, quote, does nothing to achieve that shared goal. Last week, the federal privacy watchdog and its counterparts in BC, Alberta and Quebec announced an investigation to delve into what it compiles with Canadian privacy legislation. Uh, Experts say heightened geopolitical tensions between Canada and China, as well as concerns about potential Chinese interference in the last two Canadian federal elections, likely played a role in the timing of the ban. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1860, an oil gusher was discovered in Enniskillen, Ontario, a town later renamed Petrolia. In 1931, the Canadian Rugby Union adopted the forward pass in football. In 1952, Vincent Massey was sworn in as the first Canadian-born Governor-General. In 1953, scientists James D. Watson and Francis H. C. Crick announced they had discovered the double helix structure of DNA, the that contains the human genes. In 1964, the Toronto International Airport Terminal Building was opened. In 1977, Parliament created Via Rail Canada to operate the country's passenger rail service. In 1983, the final episode of MASH attracted at the time the largest TV audience in U.S. history. The series ran for 11 seasons and its two-and-a-half-hour finale was watched by uh, 105.97 million people. In 1984, Prime Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau went for a walk in an Ottawa blizzard and decided to resign. He announced the decision the next day. In 1986, Swedish Prime Minister Olaf Palm was assassinated on a street in downtown Stockholm. The crime has never been solved. In 1993, a raid on a compound near Waco, Texas, touched off a standoff between cult members and U.S. federal agents. The siege came to an end April 19th when the FBI launched an assault and fire engulfed the compound. 86 people were killed, including a cult leader. In 1996, Princess Diana agreed to divorce Prince Charles. In 2010, Sidney Crosby's golden goal gave Team Canada a 3-2 win in overtime over the United States in the men's hockey gold medal game in the Vancouver Olympics. 
It is reported to be the most watched television broadcast in Canadian history as 80% of Canadians saw part of the game. In 2013, Pope Benedict XVI became the first pope in 600 years to resign, ending a eight-year run. In 2020, the World Health Organization raised the risk assessment of COVID-19 to very high at the global level. And on this day in 2022, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky signed an application for Ukraine to join the European Union and sent the documents off to Brussels. Happy birthday to Alice, who turns 30 today, and to Ian, who turns 48. You share a birthday with Mario Andretti, who turns 83. Bernadette Peters is 75. John Turturro is 66. Ellie Larder turns 47. And Jason Aldean is 46.